Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. At the end of each podcast episode, I'm going to recommend a podcast that somehow or another ties into this episode. So please listen to the whole episode of the podcast because I guarantee you, Podcast I recommend you're going to love. You no, know, I support local businesses, nonprofits, everything in Harford County, and feature nothing but good positive news. But on the Chesapeake Podcast Network, I feature other independent podcasters from the Chesapeake Bay area. And on this episode, I had the opportunity to speak with two gentlemen who actually had me on their podcast in the past. And all three of us went to the same broadcasting school, Broadcasting Institute of Maryland. I have Lee Mooney and Steve Zinner, host of the Main Street Podcast, a podcast where they speak with basically people from Harford County and around Harford County. And they have some awesome interviews on there. You'll love it. So, of course, for this episode, I'm also recommending their podcast, the Main Street Podcast. Enjoy the conversation. Coming to you from the Freedom Federal Credit Union Studios, Harford County Living presents Conversations with Rich Bennett. Come on, we're faster than me. Oh man, you already said it. I was gonna ask her, she remembered the date. Sitting here today, I have two gentlemen on the podcast. I was they were brave enough to have me on their podcast a while ago. So, yes, they I guess you could say in a way they're crazy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I have Steve Zinner and Lee Mooney of the Main Street Podcast on. So, first of all, welcome, gentlemen. And, uh, God, thanks for coming on. Hey, Rich. Thanks for having us. Oh, thank you, Rich. My pleasure. Good to be here. So, for those of you that don't know what the Main Street Podcast is, you're going to find out in, in a little while. But, um something new as as you all know something new i've started with my podcast is recommending the podcast at the end and i'm gonna of course i gotta recommend this one at the end as well <laughs> uh but i want to tell everybody about it now so if you ever get a chance well no not if you ever when you get a chance <laughs> go to the main street podcast look for it on apple spotify basically every uh podcasting platform it's also on the chesapeake podcast network the conversations that these two have with people are 
amazing. I mean, they're great conversations. So definitely check it out. So, all right. Well, Rich, who wants before, to go? Rich, before you go on, I have a. I didn't do it. I have a. <laughs> I have a favor to ask you though. Uh oh. Could you explain either now or maybe afterwards to Steve what a podcast is? Because you know we're on episode sixty six now. And I'm still not convinced. He has these great ideas. He always wants to say, Lee, we need to do traffic updates. We need to do weather updates. (laughs) And I'm thinking it's a great idea, Steve, but, you know, we need to talk more. So anyway. (laughs) Would you know what? It's funny you mentioned that, Lee, because I have heard some podcasts where they do. Well, they don't really talk about the weather. Wait a minute. I can't say that. I did a two-hour episode on the weather. Um, (laughs) They don't talk about. Traffic, but I have heard podcasts where they talk about the news. Okay, well, or, news, or news is okay. It depends on no, news. but don't read like the current news. Oh, okay. But the current news isn't current a year from now. See, so, Lee, I told you. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. But now I, I know Lee's joking there. But for those of you, and since and Brad Cox and I talked talked about podcasting, so because there are a lot of people that listen that are interested in podcasting. So, for those of you listening, a podcast, which was originally called a netcast before iPod came out, mm-hmm. the difference between a podcast and I want to say a vodcast video, a podcast has an RSS feed, meaning that it can be played on anything like Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, yeah, all these, ACAST, CastBox, so forth. Video can't do that. Video is limited to YouTube, Spotify, uh, and a few other platforms. So it's not a true podcast. It's a podcast being recorded, but if it's not on an RSS feed, it's still not a podcast. So hope I cleared that. And they don't do traffic. In oh man. I think Steve, are you, Steve, are you, I wanted a tra- traffic helicopter and that's all I wanted. There he goes. <laughs> what was that on? The old uh, WKRP in Cincinnati? WKRP, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve, I have a funny feeling we couldn't give you a real helicopter anyways because you probably throw turkeys out of it. I would throw <laughs> turkeys for Thanksgiving. Yes, that is true. <laughs> it's still one of the greatest. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, that show, the, a lot of the episodes were written about true events in radio. That was based on a true story. The turkey. It was, yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was hilarious. It was. Oh, gosh, yes. So who wants, to, who wants to go first, Lee or Steve? Steve, please. Right. Sure. So, Steve, tell us a little bit about yourself. And, and let's – and don't uh, – all right, don't go as far back as when you came out of the womb. Um, <laughs> but, but growing up, I mean, what were your plans – you know, growing up in high school, what what was it that you wanted to be? Well, before as a traffic reporter or weather reporter, <laughs> yes. I'm ending this thing. <laughs> so while there was while there was traffic on the beltway at the time, I was trying hoping that I could um I always wanted to be a baseball player, professional baseball mm-hmm. player. That's all I wanted to be. I wanted to be Brooks Robinson. He was my favorite player, and I wanted to be him. I tried to get number five all the time, and I tried that. Then it somehow, as we got to high school, I realized that I didn't have that ability. I still loved the game, and I still played it, but I just didn't have that ability. So I had to go into something else. And so the next best thing was to be – I wanted to be a sports reporter. I wanted to right. announce baseball games. I did the typical thing that most of us kids did back then. I recorded on a tape recorder the, the Oriole games. I 
turn the volume down and watch the game and talked about the games and things like that. And I wrote little books that I thought I, I gathered information from other sources. And I wrote these little books and drew these books about the Orioles and the Colts and uh, all this different stuff. And that's really what I wanted to get into. So after high school, which I went to John Carroll up here in Bel Air, um, Patriot. Even though I lived in Perry Hall, which made it very difficult for rides back and forth, is why I didn't uh, be able. I wasn't able to play on a lot of sports teams. I didn't have rides. Right. So, um, so what I did was I decided to go. I, I really wanted to go to USC. I wanted to go to USC and go to college. So I put all the sent all these applications and things like that, and I got turned down. So then I went to my second one, which was uh, University of Maryland, but it was too late for that one too. And I exalt- exhausted that one out. Wow. So then I tried Towson State. And by that time, it was too late too. And um, at that time, a, uh, a young lady or a, a woman came into John Carroll and would started talking about this school that was a small school. And you had to take an, a little small verbal test. And it was called the Broadcasting Institute of Maryland. And Great I said- school. And I said, you know what? I'm going to try this. This is uh, this would be something that is really going to be good for me. And I tried out and I got in because I had the check available to me to give as a down payment. And I got in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so there I went to broadcasting for school for the year and I had a blast. I met some great people that turned out to be really, really did really well in the broadcasting field and there's no animosity, no jealousy. I'm so proud of them that what they accomplished, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily do that, but they did. And, um, I've stayed in touch with a lot of them as Lee can attest to. And, um, I, uh, I did get to go do some cool things like work for the Baltimore blast. And I, uh, interned for Johnny Walker and got to go to channel 13. Yeah, channel to <laughs> and it was, it was a lot of fun. Every, all that stuff was fun. Yeah. So, and then, and then I, um, then I started a disc jockeying service with some guy that knows a lot about podcasts, and uh, <laughs> Lee. <laughs> and uh, and then I got married, and my life turned in a completely different direction. So, all right, wait a minute. First of all, well, wait a minute. Let, let, let me back up even further. So with a the lot base- of information there, right? <laughs> yeah, with the baseball thing. So, uh-huh. were were you into collecting cards as well, the baseball cards? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You still have them. I do. I do. I, yeah, okay. I lost a whole, I had some really, really, really good ones. And I lost them when we had a flood in the basement, but, oh. but I have, I still have a lot of my cards. Uh, so anything that was on piled on top of the bottom piles, I, they, they were salvaged. So. Yeah. It's the same thing happened to me with my records. And uh, I, yeah, yeah. I was devastated, flooded. Hot water, hot water heater broke, but my, I still got my cards. They didn't get messed up. That's incredible. They, yeah, they, that's those great. are somewhere different. And and then I tried collecting the football cards, and then the golf cards. I remember, oh. I think it was either Fleer or Tops. I can't remember which one. Right, they brought right. out the golf cards, so I got the inaugural set of them. I don't even think they do them anymore. No, they do not. I, not that and, I know of. You know. Yeah, I, I didn't think so. But I, I just had a young lady on my podcast who was big in collecting baseball cards when she was young and she still has hers, which is something unusual. I I didn't really hear of a lot of girls collecting baseball cards when we were younger. 
you know, they, they wanted to take our, or at least my sister did, wanted to take our cars and put them in the spokes and right, you know, make right. the motorcycle sound. Oh my gosh. I'm still <laughs> crying about some of the cars that I probably did that to, too, by the way. Oh yeah. I'm sure we all are. Or, or the GI Joes with the real hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We would put in a rocket propelled plane and blow <laughs> 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 the hot wheel. Oh god! Oh, yeah. right. So the other thing you said, uh, you and Lee started a DJ service. We did. God, Lee, you really? want to feel? You want to feel that one? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it ties into what I. Okay, I'll. I'll yeah. I'll, you start from the beginning, Lee. Then we'll get into the DJ service. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, I'm. I'm at your disposal. <laughs> I'm at your disposal. But I was a bit. You know, I was a lot like Steve as far as loving sports when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. especially baseball, collecting cards. But I had poor eyesight. You know, I was just born with very poor eyesight. So I wanted to pursue that differently. So I was that kid. Um, you know, I just, I, I, by the way, I heard your interview with Joyce Conway. Joyce Conroy, yeah. No, Conroy, I'm sorry. Yeah, very, very, rock and roll. very good interview. Very good interview. Well, thank and you. I really enjoyed thank that. You. And a lot of stuff she was saying I identified with. I was that kid who listened to the baseball games, you know, under the mm-hmm. covers late at night, listening to transistor radio. Oh yes. With a solid state transistor. Yes. And listening to Chuck Thompson, Bill O'Donnell. And then, so that was the earliest love that probably triggered that love of broadcasting from an early age. Right. And, and then it became the rock and roll DJs, the top 40 DJs. I would listen to all of those guys. I would listen to, um, just stations in Baltimore, but also try to try to find out of town stations. There was something very mysterious about that as a kid. You know, you would get that crackly sound on your radio uh-huh. from out of town station, and so I, I love that. And then, so that carried me through high school. And then, yeah, I went to uh, a year of, of broadcast the broadcasting school as well. Right after that, but then my my interest started to change. I really got interested in writing literature. So I went on to college. So I had these interests in writing, broadcasting, comedy. I wanted to go to graduate school to pursue uh, dramatic writing. Wow. So I had all of these interests. So what do you do? What do you do when you have all those interests? You go to Taiwan (laughs) and you teach for 30 years. (laughs) Okay. You know, that's that's the usual trajectory, right? So Right. But anyway, after while I was in college, yes, Steve and I, because we we re- were from the same neighborhood, but we became reacquainted. I had a huge record collection, and we were both interested in broadcasting, but not actually mm-hmm. doing anything in it. And we decided to play music at weddings, what have you, or any type of party we could find. And we did that, I think, from late 83 until 88. Oh, okay. Yeah. Before you moved away. Before I moved away, right. <laughs> two, about two years before I moved, yes. What made you decide to move over there? Well, in college, my, okay, my mother, uh, God bless her, she passed away last year. She oh, swore that it was from a movie that I saw uh, that w- with a very pretty girl. <laughs> okay. And she always believed that was the reason. But there were there were other reasons, too. When I was in university, I became involved with international student clubs and i just became very interested in asia and originally Mm -hmm. i wanted to go to china i had signed up for a program through johns hopkins to go to xiamen china 
to teach their English teachers English. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the first year I applied, I was I, I wasn't accepted. It was a very competitive program. The second year I came back and I, I was determined and I think I had a pretty good chance, but that coincided with Tiananmen Square. If you remember, oh, that was yes. June of 89, I think. So everything was canceled. So then I, here I was, I, I, was, I didn't get into film school for dramatic writing. I still had my interest in Asia, uh, traveling to East Asia. So I just decided to go to Taiwan on my own with the intent of, if I liked it, I would stay there for six months teaching. <laughs> <laughs> and if I didn't like it, I, it would be a two-week vacation. And, I, and, and it would be a great experience. And I would come home and go from there. Six months turned into a year, and then a year turned into it. And, of course, I came back often to visit right. family. But, yeah, I was there until right before the pandemic. Wow. Yeah. 30 years. Yep. How was it? Over there? I, I've never been. I've been to you know, Okinawa, but never to Taiwan. I mean, beautiful over there. It is beautiful. Yeah. And it's become even more beautiful because they. Right. Uh, it's just the, the, the economy's developed and the public transportation has cut down on the use of cars and motorbikes a little bit. So right. it's, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place, um, especially the East Coast, which is mountainous, and you have the sea right there. <sighs> and the southern part mm. is tropical. But the, the thing that everyone likes about Taiwan is just the people. You are treated well over there right. as a foreigner. As an American, it's one of the places that you feel that they do treat you well. And... Of course, that's the primary reason I stayed so long is just because I, I had a job that I liked and they didn't kick me out <laughs> and they treated me <laughs> and they treated me like very nicely. So, well, I was going to say, why, why after 30 years, why come back here? Well, is my mother. Okay. Her health. Well, that's always a good reason. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought Steve may have dragged you back here. No, no, no. Yeah, I wanted him to stay longer. Right. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people assume that it was difficult leaving my friends, but no, that was the easiest part. I I didn't have any problems there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, my my mother. It was right as I said before the pandemic, and right. I just thought it's time to come back and be here full-time because the nice thing I was teaching at a university so I would get all summer and their winter break so I would come back to America for four months out of the year just to spend time with family right but it was still very far away and as my mother's health deteriorated deteriorated I just thought well I need to be here all the time and I have yeah. no regrets but yeah it is not a lot of good things have happened in the world since I've come back, <laughs> you know? So. Uh, uh, hey, Lee, we're not blaming you, so don't worry. About I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, any intentions of going back? Well, I definitely will go back to visit. But right now with the right. quarantine restrictions, it's I, I think right now if I went back, I'd have to quarantine for 10 days, regardless of if I oh, wow. test negative or positive for COVID. And of course, you have to do that at your own expense. And right. I'm just hoping that in the not too distant future, that some of these restrictions ease a little bit. So I can, when I do return, I don't have to go through the quarantine. So I take it while you were over there, you and Steve stayed in touch. 
yeah. Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah. Because oh, that, which is always a good thing. Well, I would, as I said, I would come back during the summer and winter. So I would always get together with friends when I came back, at least once. Right. And it was over in Taiwan that I started to get the idea of the podcast. Okay. And, but because I was going back and forth, I could never decide on really what to do. So it was only after coming back in 2020 that I decided to really pursue the pan, uh, the podcast in earnest. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't say, don't say you want to pursue the pandemic. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like you were getting ready to say it. That's, per- like, that's pursued us, unfortunately. <laughs> so, and actually, before we get into the podcast, because you mentioned writing and everything, mm-hmm. have you written anything? Well, before I left back in 1988, I think it was 88 or 89. I don't know, Rich. You may remember there was a show on PBS, a local comedy sketch show called crabs yeah okay it was a i can't remember the guy who ran it but it was saturday night live but a local version really yes interesting yeah you can see i think they have one clip on youtube that i found with uh who is the guy that used to be on b104 brian and o'brien brian o'brien yeah yeah, one of them (laughs) i think both of them were in a sketch and it is on youtube you can find that one but they, it was a sketch show through PBS, right. uh, MPT, and I used I wrote a couple of scripts. I wrote about five scripts, uh, that two of which got accepted, and that was right before I left. So that was I, I. I often wonder, had I stayed, could I have pursued that more? Because that is my true love. I, I won't mm-hmm. lie; that's still something I would love to be able to write a screenplay or a play. But the older you get, the tougher it is because you're not exactly in touch with what's going on anymore. You know, don't don't believe that, Lee. <laughs> Seriously, don't believe I had a young lady on her first book she wrote when she was. Oh, God, I'm going to forget. Mid to late 60s or early 70s. Is that Karen I, Harrison? Oh, OK. All right. right. And I forget how many she's written already, but and she's still writing and she's excellent author but she had retired and just decided she wanted to write right well we just so, talked you, with Irmgard brown from Haverford oh okay Bears, oh yeah you know, sister jane and she's another one who retired from the library uh harford county public library and then she finally finished the novel that she had been planning for a long time so yeah, yeah. there are examples out there yeah we're never too old remember what frank sinatra always said you're young at heart Young at heart, great song, great song. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. So with BIM, because as you guys know, I'm a bimmer too. Um, they, I, I take it. Well, Steve, I, I'm sure you went there for sports, right? Yes, I went there for sports. But the one thing about the school that opened up my eyes is I remember, um, I, I liked the news part of it. I liked the DJ part mm-hmm. of it. But the one thing I didn't embrace at first was the editing part, and um. Uh, my teacher at the time came up to me and he says, Hey, I hate to tell you this, but you're going to have to actually pass this class too. And I said, okay. I said, well, let me, let me fool around with this a little bit more. And I, and I did a small section and they brought in from DC one Oh one. Um, what was it? Slash or stash or whatever. Yeah. He was, he came in and they had, they had a contest. They had this slogan for a commercial for them and they wanted you to edit it and, 
come up with it. And so I started fooling around with it and I actually won. I won it. And it, my commercial was used on the station for a few, for a few months or a month or so. Right. And uh, so I really embraced it. I really got into it and I enjoyed it. So broadcasting school definitely opened my eyes to other things that I didn't necessarily care about. And I well, really wait a minute, What year did you go? 83. 83. Okay. I graduated 83. No, it couldn't have been Stash. He's younger. He's younger. No, it wasn't Stash. It was um, it was a DJ on uh, DC one hundred and one. Um, Not Grease Man. No, it wasn't that high. Okay. It was. It was <laughs> no, it wasn't that guy. No. Um, it was. It was like one of the one of the afternoon or evening ones. And, okay. Uh, but he was popular at the time. I mean, I, I don't can't remember exactly what it was, but I really, like I said, that editing teacher did a great job of trying to get me to do something I didn't really want to do, and I enjoyed it. I really did, and I started getting actually pretty good at it. And at the end, um, he told me I, I really it was a lot better than he thought I would be because I really didn't want to do it. I mean, I really did. I let everybody else do it and I didn't really get into it. But so I, I broadcasting school definitely opened my eyes for a lot of things that I like. I was there for sports and that's all I really right. cared about. But like I enjoyed the DJing part of it. I started getting into that a little bit, especially because of the people that I went to school with. Um, I we had a really, really good class. We had a really yeah. fun class and that made it for me. Like I, I really enjoyed hanging out with them and doing things as a group with them oh yeah I, I had a blast too now for those of you listening when steve's talking about editing he's not talking about the way people edit things today whether it be an audacity or garage right. band or whatever this was done on something that's called a reel-to-reel tape right steve that is absolutely correct. And that tape, you had to splice and everything, yeah. put it together. Yep. Oh, man. I, I actually loved doing that. Oh, absolutely. And, oh, it was fun. And I wish I could find a reel-to-reel player. Today. I, I, just I don't have any of my tapes anymore, but. <laughs> yes. I just, just got, got rid, rid of, of one not, uh, several years ago. Really? I got rid of mine. Yes. Oh, man. My brother, I know my brother-in-law was looking for one uh, for years. I don't know if he ever did find one. Now, Lee, what did you go there for the same thing? Honestly, Rich, I cannot remember what, what my <laughs> concentration was because I think I changed it. You know, I think okay. it, I think it may have started with sports and it went to radio, or the other way around. <laughs> but I know I it did. wasn't it wasn't TV though. No, it was not TV. Okay. No, I knew from, I I did, uh, I did think that TV because I love watching you know other broadcasters like Johnny right. Carson and David Letterman. So I I love the people who did it on TV as well. But no, I did not pursue that myself. Yeah, I remember. And what you were what eighty three as well? Eighty two. Eighty two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah, I remember when I went, one of the things, even though I was radio, we had to do like a new show down in the TV studio. Mm-hmm. Right. Did, yes. did you guys have to do yeah. that as well? Yes. yes. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. It's like, nah, I'll stick with the radio <laughs> part. 
Well, the funny thing is what you're talking about, the news program. So we had Dennis Hill. I don't know if you remember the person. Dennis Hill was a teacher. And um, so we thought we did a fabulous job with this news. And like they would come in and have like a news flash and things like that. They would bring these news stories and you brought them in. And so we thought we did a really good job. And he turns to us and he says, did you get two people to cooperate that story? And it's like, uh, no. And he says, Shoot, so that story's true then, or is it? And he started badgering us, and it was like, oh, okay. Wow. So it was really, it was good. It was, it was. It taught us a lot about integrity of a news story and things like that, which I wish some of the newscasters today would have some of those kind of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely, without a doubt. So the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because apparently Lee was already thinking about this over in Taiwan, and I'm sure you mentioned it to Steve first, right? I did. Did Steve think you were nuts? I don't remember if I mentioned it to him when I was in Taiwan. Okay. I had a friend in Taiwan that I was thinking about doing it with, too, and my original intent was was just to be in the background, produce it, edit it, and so on, and let my friend in Taiwan do it because he had... I just think he has a way with telling a story that I thought was really good for a podcast. Mm -hmm. But when I came back home, I thought, and and we talked about this on our podcast, Rich, uh, with you, when you were on, uh, had I known that you were doing what I wanted to do, I'm not sure I would have, you know, pursued exactly. Well, I'm glad you didn't know then. Right. Because I I don't know if I would have either tried another topic or i would have just waited indefinitely until something (laughs) until i hung up my boots (laughs) (laughs) i didn't want to say it ritz thank you for saying it for me no no i told you told you guys this before there's room for you know podcasts like ours for everybody else to do as well oh i know and it's it's just i because you've i mean granted both of us have had the same guest on but you've had different guests on and i've had different Mm -hmm. guests on we have different contacts um and it's just the conversation could go completely different in other words like you you could have the same person on i could have the same person on but the conversation could be completely different of course and you know it's I'd love it. Yeah. When I first saw you guys come on, I'm looking, I was like main street. At first I thought it was just a, was it Bel Air, mm-hmm. you know, Bel Air or having degrees podcast. Right. Um, and then when I saw some of the guests you were getting on, I was like, Oh, yeah, I like this. And that's when I said, Oh, got to get them on the network. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Right. I remember that. Well, we do appreciate that, but I also attribute it to the fact that it's a kind of like the, um, it's like the late night shows. So you get, mm-hmm. you got to, I, I happen to notice this this past week that, um, what's the actor Benedict Cumberbun or Cumber or something? Oh uh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I'm telling you, he was on every freaking talk late night talk show doing an interview and each one of the they did different things with them on each one of the shows but it was oh, yeah. and, and but they interviewed them and when they interviewed them they all asked different questions so if you watched one episode or one of the interviews say with jimmy kimmel it was completely different than with jimmy fallon and then it was completely different with um 
one of the other ones that he was on too. So it's the same thing. We're right, we are exactly. having the same. We we do have the same people sometimes, and then we have different ones. But we, when you interview them, I mean, there's some basic questions that are the same. But once you get to the you asking questions, you break the ice. It does. It 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 goes in different directions, and oh, and there yeah. are questions that like you're going to ask them that we won't ask or we didn't ask, and vice versa. So it oh, works yeah. out. So. The beneficiary is the people listening because now they get a whole variety of more information from one person, and hopefully they can promote the, whatever they're trying to promote at the time too. But I, I, I yeah. want to emphasize too, though, to guests because I think some guests might be under the impression that, oh no, I was on Rich's podcast or I was on Main Street, um, I, you know, maybe uh, conversations with Rich Bennett. They will, they won't, they will not want us on their show, or Main Street won't want us after you've spoken with them, but that's right. not the case. So I hope that's not the case. I hope people out there think, don't think that, you know, and there, yeah. there, there's more than enough room for all of us. Yes. Because the, the good thing of that is you guys like, well, to give you an instance, uh, you had somebody on that I had on who's actually, well, a sponsor for your show and also a sponsor for Harford County living. Yes. And on your show, you actually got her to sing. Yes, Nicole. And I didn't know that she sings. Well, now you so, do. Oh, yes. And I've already told her, uh, <laughs> you have to come on my podcast again. Because I'm going to get you to sing. Okay. So, yes, Nicole. Sorry, also, Nicole. We are talking about you. <laughs> Sorry, Nicole. I mean, that's just it. It's things like that that, you know, open it up. And Nicole, I think when she first came on, she was nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. I think she now she, yes, she, yeah, she has no problem at all. No, she's right. fact, we're doing she's another. Great. I think we're recording June first. It's actually Nicole, Doctor Shannon, um, and a couple other people that have either used their service or whatever. Oh, that's great. Um, that's yeah, great. I can't wait to listen. Oh, I love doing when I get especially two different businesses on, mm-hmm. even though they're they're already connected, and mm-hmm. to be able to. They connect those two together. I love, you know, um, but yeah, it, it's, yeah, your, your conversations that you have can be completely different and they could be the same. And anybody that's a guest on mine, if you've already been on, you have to get a hold of Lee and Steve and be on their show as well. And here's what the people need to understand. You guys and me, we're doing the same thing. We want these people to get, you know, their information out there. Mm-hmm. So th- they shouldn't limit themselves to one pocket. Exactly. Get on as many as, and, and the other thing is too, even if, even if you're into podcasts, if you're a podcaster, get on as many shows as you can as well. Sure. Sure. Because that's just going to grow your show even more, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people just, I don't know why, but you're, you're right, Lee. Some people just don't feel, I don't know if they don't, if it's a, you don't feel comfortable, if they're afraid or what, what do they think we're going to take down the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly believe that some people feel very loyal to either you or there's no loyalty. That's great to be loyal, but it's not a competition. You need to enhance right. your, your product or your, whatever you're trying to sell or even yourself. You, and, we are we are we're about enhancing. You said that. You said yeah. we're about enhancing, and that's all it is. And you're enhancing. We are, and we do it for each other. We're we're yeah. with each other. We're all one big team. 
<laughs> here's something that actually here's what I'll tell all these guests. And I've I've done this with sponsors of mine. Um fact, well, just give me a hint like, or an idea. Like one of my exclusive sponsors. Mm-hmm. I had another uh company approach me about wanting to be a sponsor. Or not be a sponsor. They they wanted to they wanted me to cover a story that they were doing. So I contacted my sponsor and I told him, asked him how he felt. And I'm glad he, I did contact him because he told me, he said, it's a scam. He said, they're, they're, they're just doing that to get into the area. They're not giving away anything free and all, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I had a talk and we were talking about that with the podcast. And he mentioned, um, or she mentioned that, she was invited to go on another podcast and checked with me to see if it'd be okay. I'm like, my God. Yeah. Why, why would I say no? Right. You're getting your, you're getting your name out there even more. So anybody that was a guest on your show or my show, if you're not comfortable, contact us and ask us how we feel about it, because I'm going to tell you, do it. Right. Definitely do it. I think this goes back to the old Carson. Like, Oh, if I'm on Carson, I can't be on um, Joan Rivers, whatever her show yeah. was at the time, you know. But the Joan Rivers show, right? Yeah, okay, all right, that's it. Thanks, thank you. <laughs> I guess I don't know. But... Yeah, or uh, Arsenio, okay, Arsenio. Yeah, right. So you know, back then there was a limited number of choices, right? You had yeah. three networks, and maybe Fox had just come on the scene at the time. But the internet is limitless. There's there's oh, yeah. room. There's room, and it and it it really benefits people. As Steve said, the the true beneficiaries are the people who they, they want to they can be they can get their message out on different right. podcasts. And we just had Brad Cox on too. And oh, you did get Brad? We, yeah, on. we did. We did. Good. Yeah. Good. He is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing because like all right, so Brad is a perfect fit for my podcast and your podcast. But because of the of the type of podcast that Brad's doing, we're not a good fit for his. Right, exactly. exactly. I mean, right. it, he's strictly music and art. So we don't that. expect to be called by Yeah. I was cracking on him. I was like, dude, you're not you haven't had me on your podcast yet. What's <laughs> up with that? I said, No, Brass, I'm messing with you, man. I can't. It's I can't well, number one, I can't even play an instrument anymore. So and he don't want me to sing. But Nicole but, can go on and sing. actually one of the things god because brad it's hard to get brad on because of his schedule Mm -hmm. and um one of the things he and he and i talked about it i told him i said i want to get you on with another uh young lady that co-hosts with me because she sings and plays in bands and i said i told him i said you two she would be a good fit for your podcast you definitely have to have her on eventually i'm going to get them connected on the same podcast uh you know so they can do that but no brad is brad's great and i the mog father the mog yeah he told us that's what you call him the mog father right um but i'm it's i love it to see that his you know podcast is successful and he loves doing it Mm -hmm. you know just because there's so many people that get into this and after they find out how hard it is with the editing and everything. All right. of a sudden, they they don't want to do it anymore. Yes, and I love the ones that stick with it. They're making a difference, 
And, and I say they're making a difference because they're getting other people's names out there. Um, and I applaud them. You know, just like with you guys and Brad, you're, you're sticking with it. You're going for it. You're getting great guests on. The content is great. You know, and that's one, the one thing I love about it. And the thing is with us here in Hartford County, I'm trying to think of what other podcast is out there that's like yours and you know, and mine where we'll talk to anybody because right. everybody's got a story to tell. Exactly. I don't know of any other ones. No, and that was the original appeal for me is that I did want to do that. And I wanted it to be local in origin. Mm -hmm. but not local in content all the time, but something that would appeal to local people, but to go outside our geographical area, because main street to us was just as much metaphorical as geographical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I said, the the guests you have on are, are excellent. And uh, God, you guys been doing it for what, two years now? Um, a year and a half. We started a year and our, a half. Our, well, we've been recording for two years almost, but the actual first episode aired in January of 2021. 2021. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you guys release weekly, right? Yes. Yes, we do. What, all right. What days do you release everybody news? Monday, every Monday. Okay. Yes. Thank Smart. you. Smart. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every Monday morning. Right. Yeah. And, um, so with the podcast, because now you guys are getting sponsors, mm-hmm. which is great. And yes. <laughs> All of a sudden, Steve chimed in. We thought you left, Steve. Yes. <laughs> yes. You hit me right in a good spot right there. Thank you. Actually, let me ask you that about that, because you got having Nicole as a sponsor mm-hmm. and, and um, we talked about sponsorships. How hard was it? And are you, are you having any problems right now trying to find other ones? Well, our approach is a bit different from yours because you and I have talked. Uh, right, well, plus I have the website too. Right. Yeah, you had the website and I, and I've heard you give people the very sound advice to have sponsors before you even start. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very good advice. But in my case, because I was coming back from 30 years <laughs> abroad and and I had, I I really wasn't in broadcasting at that point you know I right. love a broadcasting but I was not in that world back and so I thought I wanted to really learn how to do this podcast first and to hone our interviewing skills and to get guests and then eventually find the podcast right uh, find a podcast, find a sponsor. Sponsors, I'm sorry. Right. Right. And so that's where we are now. So right now we, we've gone kind of every 25 episodes, we've wanted to reach another goal. So right now we're in that third 25, right? Okay. And now we are concentrating more on sponsors and figuring out a fair way to do it for us and the sponsors. So we, we look at them as partners and that's what we're doing. Right. Which is smart. That's yeah. I don't know That's, if Steve has anything he wants to add to that. Maybe he's well at the beginning when we were first getting in there, it was a lot of unknown for us too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lee was Lee was probably more onto the podcast scene by listening to it and yeah, I listened to a lot stuff. Right. 
but for me personally, I had never listened to a podcast. I didn't know what a podcast was. Well, so, well Steve, <laughs> we, we knew that when you said you wanted to add traffic and weather. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. Now, I'm still going to add traffic. I, that's still my goal. That's goal number four, by the way. You know. Um, but, oh, wait, wait a minute, Steve. Hey, real quick, because uh-huh. we're recording this. It's 12 after 5 in the afternoon. <laughs> so we're in rush hour. Can you give us a report real quick? Give us a Well, report. right outside of Brentwood Park in my court, it is, there is no traffic at this point. We're all good here. <laughs> I, and I am no tra- uh, traffic Jimmy. I'm, God bless his soul. Yeah, God bless oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. I am not one, Jimmy, so I can't even do that right. But there's no traffic out there right now. I can see. Okay, I'm sorry, Steve. Go ahead. Hey, That's you right. cracked on me earlier, so oh, I had, to, right. get, I had to get back. It's all good. It's all there's a lot of love there. <laughs> anyway, uh, so it was a lot of unknown at that point. It was a lot of unknown. So we really didn't. We we wanted to establish ourselves and figure out where we were. Um, we, ha- I, me personally, and Lee, and I can speak for Lee. I think he, we've done a lot of public speaking in different mm-hmm. jobs that we've done in our lives. So I don't think it was the public speaking that we were worried about. It was more about can we can we take a person and make them enhance enhance whatever interest people might have in listening to them, and get the things out of them that we that we can use to help make them seem like a really good fit or, or right. fit out there and get people to understand what we're trying to get. But we also didn't want to be a sales group. We didn't want somebody mm-hmm. to come on and say, I listen, I have a business and we're not doing real well or whatever the case may be. And we're trying to enhance our business and things like that without something. And so the right. something is always, where did you come from? How did you get here? Where did you grow up? what possessed you to get into whatever you're doing right now. And then we can talk a little bit about the business. It's a story. It's a human interest story behind it. Yes. That's right. Well, the good thing is with you guys, and I found this out because with mine over time, and I can, all honesty, I can't even tell you the last time that I approached a business Mm -hmm. about becoming a sponsor, but I have businesses contacted me about being a sponsor. So, if that's not happening with you guys already, I guarantee you it's going to because the way your podcast is growing and once more people hear about it, you're going to have people knocking at your door saying, Hey, I, you know, I want, and I'll be honest with you. When I hear how you guys talk up Nicole's business, it's awesome. It's great oh, the way you. you guys do that. Thank I you love that. that, Rich. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Can, can I add something to that? I want to sure. tell you, so, it has been a long time since I had to do since I did any kind of commercials where I did through broadcasting school. Uh-huh. We did, and there's a long time since I've had to do commercials on. Um, I, I actually worked over WCVT Towson State Radio at right. one time, too. So it's been a long time. I had so much fun doing those commercials for Nicole. That was um, fun. I, I don't know how I don't know how the process when you do commercials for people, but we did at least nine versions of <laughs> her commercials, and we oh, wow. did things we did things differently on each one. Like one right. of them was real serious, and then we went from real serious to where it was um, it it was mildly absurd, and um, <laughs> but it was funny. It was funny and it was fun, and then we kind of in between there did variations and yeah. we had told so me that much one fun of, with it. Steve told me that one of the versions was obscene, but you know, that's, 
Well, I'm, I'm thinking about the lawsuits that would come out of that. So, just trying to think ahead, but it was it was a lot of fun. It, it was, was absolutely yeah. fun. And then I realized, I said, this is really good. I mean, even if we, even if for even for the sake about commercials, I know we we get money for it and stuff like that. But it was fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun for me. I know it wasn't as fun for Lee because he does all the editing, but um. For me personally doing them, it was a lot of fun. Just, it was really weird because you notice things where just you and change your inflection on the same same part that you're reading. You read the same thing, but how you change your inflection on it makes the yes. commercial completely different than what it was the, the previous one. Yes, and that, that's one of the things I'm I, I'm I don't want to say I'm struggling with. I'm because I'm doing something different with my sponsors. Now I'm putting, I don't want to say ad. I'm putting their stuff in the middle of the podcast, okay? Right? Which is that. extra editing. Yes. So, yeah. I, I, because you know, with you guys are on Buzzsprout, right? mm-hmm. yeah, correct. So with that dynamic content, I can run ads in the beginning and the end. But that's something totally different. Yes. That's not. I'm not doing that for my sponsors. So. When I listen to the podcast and I edit it, and then when I find that halfway mark and I'm listening to the podcast, I'm like, okay, I got to figure out a way I to know. add it in there. How am I going to talk about it? Right. And I'm doing it like, uh, I may have told you guys before, the, the guys from Duck Dynasty, their podcast, mm-hmm. um, Unashamed with Phil Robertson and right. Chase Robertson. I'm doing it like theirs, you know, the, the brother Alan's always like, okay, well, we got to take a break for a minute for our sponsors and mm-hmm. like, dad, do you remember? And, and they'll just, it's so like, right they're, yeah, like they're talking about it, right? but you know, it's pre-recorded. Yes. And when I'm doing it myself, it's, it's kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to, yeah. yeah. So one of the things that I've already talked to a couple of my sponsors, I want to, when I get them into record with me again, I want to knock out some commercials. There you go. Hey, uh, by the way, breaking news. Three cars have gone down the road, and one of them stopped in front of my house, and I almost had to go out there and tell them to keep moving, but they didn't. It's clear now. We're all clear. We're good. Helicopter, helicopter effect. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, well, what's, clear. what's the weather like there, Steve? It's a lot of sun and a lot of trees. A lot of trees. A lot of kids. All right. Running so, you usually don't hear you usually don't hear how many trees there are in a weather report, but thank you for that, Steve. Well, I just wanted you to know that the the buds are going on there on the trees, so that means it's really nice weather out. Okay. And Steve, what is that dog doing in the background over there? <laughs> Wait a minute. It's pooping on my lawn. Get that. Get get the, that woman better have her little pooper bag on with her too. That's all I'm saying. But Rich, you you were also just one thing you were asking about the sponsors and and to answer your question, we are people are wanting to advertise more with us Good. now, which is great. And the problem, the delay has been more my on our end rather than theirs because I'm trying to come up with the right prices. Right. You know that that's that's been the delay. But there are people interested, and and we are getting back to them now. <laughs> Well, and like I told you guys before, if you need help with that, help with anything, just let me know, uh, because I'm sure your numbers are increasing too. Yes, they are. are. And especially if you look at, look at the areas you're reaching as well. Right. Um, Because, and this is something I had to explain to my sponsors. I mean, I'm reaching a lot of, a a ton of people in Hartford County. Hartford County is still my strong, strongest 
Definitely. listening yeah. base. But because I have also have a lot of listeners in California, a couple of my sponsors even said, well, why do I want to reach people there? And I may have told you guys this before, but I've had, I had a family that actually moved from California to here because they heard the podcast. And, you know, that just means if they're hearing everything else and they're hearing about the sponsors, mm-hmm. guess what? They may need a roofing company. They may need to open up a new bank account. You know, they may need to get their, their dog walked or whatever. Yes. So it's, it's the other way I tell them is this, that if they have a website and they're advertising on the internet, if they're advertising on Facebook, mm-hmm. where are they reaching? Right. They're reaching throughout the world. Yes. So you can't say you don't want to advertise on a podcast because you reach too many people that have nothing to do with my business. Right. Guess what? We reach everybody just like your other advertising. Now, Rich, it's interesting what you said that you, someone listened to you in California and they moved to Hartford County because I think some people have listened to us in Hartford County. And because of that, they have moved away. Because that's because Steve didn't give him the damn traffic report. I was a little negligent on that one. That's because you wouldn't let me do it on the podcast. Uh, Actually, let me ask you guys this: besides uh, wanting to do traffic reports and yeah, the weather, (laughs) is there anything different that you want to do with your podcast? Yes, always. I think in the back of our mind, we're always trying to think of. different ways. But the most important thing for us is when we're finished an interview, and I don't want to speak for Steve, but when we're finished an interview, both of us, I think, have the same feeling that certain people, we just feel good about certain interviews. And it's nothing that we did creatively. It's just Mm -hmm. a good conversation. That's all. And and that's if we get that good conversation, I feel that's that's the most important thing. Right. Yes. Can I add to this, Lee? So at the beginning, when we were trying to hone our figure out, let's let's not hone, we were trying to figure out where our interviewing skills were. One of the biggest things we were worried about is can we carry an interview where we are in control of the interview, where we don't let somebody that is trying to sell something move on and keep going after the sale. We have a we have an idea of where we want to go with this. We want to find out about the person that has got into that business that's selling that job. And so that was the biggest thing for me personally was to make sure that we always control the interview. And I will tell you that we are so lucky that we've had a we've had some really strong personalities out there that have come on here and right. on our on our podcast and we could it could have went in a different direction, but it didn't because first of all. I think like I, in particular, I will, I will tell you that one of the interviews Lee came out with a question right away that, that was like stunned the, the interview and the inter, the person that was being interviewed was like, well, that was right off the bat. And, and that got, that set the precedence for the rest of the interview that we became, you know, it was our interview and you were right. asking questions and let's just have a fun conversation, but we were controlling where we were going. And that was the big thing. It's not, a, it's not a, and then it seems like everybody else that listens to our podcast and then becomes part of it 
expects that that's the way the tone is going to be. And it made it much, much easier to interview people because that's my favorite part about it. I have met so many cool people and great oh. interviews that never, I never would have met these people probably. <laughs> and the other thing is that I probably would have never, um, you know, I, I probably would have never uh, found out things about people even that I knew already without mm-hmm. that interview. Well, yeah, I, I'm the same way. And the, the one thing that I love, you know, with mine now is you two, because it, it's always both you, you know, you two together. Mm-hmm. So you right. got your, co, you know, your host, your co-host. Um, and one of the things that I love with the people that I meet online, I, I've made some great contacts and some of them have become co-hosts. Right. And that's the one thing about doing a pie, especially an interview type podcast, when you have a co-host, it does make a big difference yes. for the better. Because what I love is when I have a co-host, they may come up with a question that I would have never thought of. hundred percent. Which is like another conversation, you know, another conversation and even more questions. Uh, the other thing I do love is <clears throat> your, the questions that you ask. Cause yeah, you can throw some people off, like asking them, uh, Hey, I heard you're planning on running for political office. <laughs> Who would <laughs> ask that, Rich? Who would ask that? We did that. The audacity. How about that? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get you back one of these days. <laughs> and actually, I want to run something by you guys. Okay. okay. Here's something I would love to do. Um, now, this would have to be in person if mm-hmm. you guys are okay with it. But I would love to do a podcast. The three of us, I would love to get Brad Cox on as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, there, uh, God, I'm trying to, there's somebody else that does a podcast right now. I can't think right now. But I would just like to get a group of podcasters to do a podcast about podcasting. That would be Because fun. everybody's got different approaches. Mm-hmm. Everybody, and mm-hmm. I think it could, be like a networking event where we all learn something new from each other. That's a good sure. idea. Good. That's I'm why, that's why, it. that's why Rich, you are, as Brad said, the Godfather. You said, he, <laughs> said you called him, he said you called him the Mog Father, but he calls you the Godfather of podcasting. Yeah. Because of these ideas. But that, that sounds like a fun, that's a, that's a good idea. It really is. I told, I told him cause he, he was doing the authors and artists show. Mm-hmm. And when I went there, I had my T-shirt on that says "The Podfather," oh, and he okay. fell in love with the it Pod right Father. away. I'm he sorry, I said, the oh, "That's okay." The and Father. I told him, and then when he was on mine, I was like, "Dude, we got—I got to get you a shirt that just says the Mog Father.'" <laughs> and he fell in love with it right away. It's like it makes sense. I, you know, with, with your, so I'm going to find him one or get it made somehow. There you go. Yes. I don't know how, but I'm going to make it happen. So, do you I'll, guys have? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say another part of you mentioned about being a partnership like that. I mm-hmm. you do you you throw things back at each other and or out there and stuff, and you do come up with different questions. But the oh, yeah. biggest thing, the biggest thing about having a partner is when in, when you're interviewing and you ask a question to somebody and they say, "That is a really great question." Nobody's asked. Then you take all the credit in the world behind the scenes, and we and you throw your arms up, and the other person has to sit there and bask in your glory. <laughs> And you can rub it in on them, but other than that, it's it's great to have a partner like that. <laughs> it's it's funny you say that because it was during one of my podcasts. I, I can't remember who it was, but so, my co-host asked that question. Oh, it was the one I did with Kathy Burley. No, um, 
from Harford County Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. It, it just so happened that my buddy who has DJed with me, God, since 89, I think, um, had asked a question. I just threw my arms up. I'm like, that's it. I quit. I said, I was going to ask her that question. <laughs> that happened. It happened twice. That happens. It and the funny thing is, I, and I don't know if you guys do, I never write down questions even before I start. I, I don't know what I'm going to ask. No, I not really. No idea. I, yeah, just some notes. I'll write down some yeah. notes, but not. Depending on who it is, I'll write down some notes. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, but like with, I may have told you guys this before, like with authors, I won't read the book before I have them on. No. So Larry King approach, right? Yes. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, I'm, and, glad you brought up that. I'm glad you brought that up too, because the funny thing is we should, I mean, we have talked about this. We, we don't, have uh visual we do do it over zoom and we talk to somebody but we don't have the visual it's just a um audio but then the real reason is we have so much fun is because it's the interaction with lee and i that nobody else sees like we have little 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 nuances that we communicate with each other but we don't it's it's all you know by sight because you talk. So you're do all these little things to each other. And uh, we had one, um, one interview where the person actually wanted to see us during the course of it, much like you're, you're looking at Lee right now. Um, So I put it on my phone, but it was me. And so I had to be cognizant of what was going on because I had somebody watching me. So like when Lee said something to me and I wanted to give him the finger, I couldn't do that there. And the other thing is, so a lot of times, the times that we work, it's I, I might get off of work and have to rush over here and do it. And one of those times was an interview and the person and that, that same person was looking at me and he's talking, and I yawned during the course of him talking, and it was like, oh no! And he and, I, and he looked at me, and he cut himself off short right there, like I'm like I'm <laughs> like I'm boring him. And I wanted to tell him, you're not boring me, really. It wasn't you. It was me. No, he, <laughs> he happened to be a great guest too. Oh my god, yeah. he was a fabulous guest, and I felt really really bad about it. But the point is, I always think maybe we should tape each other. What, and then do like a blooper reel a hundred years down the road. Oh, God. <laughs> God. You know, and one thing, never, 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 never do this. I may have told you guys this before. Never delete any of your old episodes. Right. Right. Because I go back and listen to like from my first one. Mm-hmm. And oh, my God. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Although I'm still hearing from everybody that I got the Baltimore accent. But, well, yeah. don't ever lose that. Yeah, right. that's, what, that's, yeah. that's your style. That's your, that's you. That's you. That's your, that's your thing. It's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> they threw me off. I was getting ready to ask you guys something. To, oh, that's the other thing I wanted to tell you. So, because all your, all yours have been virtual. Yes. Which is another yes. reason I wanted to, uh, to invite you to do one in person with me because. You're going to love this. So I had a young lady on the other day we recorded, not virtually, we're you know doing it in person where I record. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you talking about making the conversation interesting. I think we recorded for like an hour and a half. Ooh. So she does um, the, the Reiki stuff, okay. but she's also a medium, which I did not know. Oh, and so she, she knew it was coming. Huh? She knew it was coming then. 
<laughs> no, not a psychic. Oh, There's a difference. A medium. That's right. Medium is. But when she walked in, and she 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 stops and she goes, "Whoa!" I said, "What?" She goes, "I feel a strong presence over there by that chair." And I had a co-host on as well, and it, it was just neat because all these things she was feeling, and then she then she made the mistake and said that she can, uh, you know, read stuff by looking at a picture. Mm. I was like, "Really?" I said, "Even from a cell phone?" She said, "Yeah." This is where the co-host came in handy because as I was searching for the picture on my phone, my co-host was talking. And then when I found the picture and she, and she's pointing at stuff and the stuff that she was talking about just blew my mind. Really? And then she said, yeah. And then she said, Oh, he crossed over. I hmm. said, yeah. And it was, it was a picture of my brother who passed away five years ago. And the funny thing is she, she looks at me cause she didn't, cuss at all the whole time and she's like she started laughing she goes can i cuss I was like, why what's the matter she goes i just feel like i could shoot the crap with him all day and that was something my brother would say okay and yeah yeah but it, it was weird and then afterward it, it, it was just it's it was neat but when we were in there the tv kicked on oh okay. and then right back off again oh wow so, so, oh, you talked about an interesting conversation. Oh, it, it made for what? That's the difference from doing it in person and virtually. I think right. another reason we did it virtually too is just it, again. It was, well, you had the pandemic. When we you had the pandemic, that. and it right. also goes back to my love of radio. I always yeah. love radio, and there was no visuals, and a lot of people worry about how they look when they come on um, yeah. if they think it's going to be all, uh, video. And and I tell them it's not. And I just want I don't want anyone to worry about anything just to have a conversation. But I like right. what we're doing now. This is nice. Yeah, and that's <laughs> why I'll never record video. Right. I don't want to say never. Never say never. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but and the thing is, you know, especially since I rebranded mine, mm-hmm. I'm gonna end up doing more virtual ones. Matter okay. of fact, everything I'm doing this week is virtual. Okay. I have another lady coming on this week who is in Georgia. Then I have another one, which I think that one is in California. Okay. Kind of hard to do it in person. Yeah, it is kind of hard. There are, there are so, challenges. Well, I, I, will, exactly. I will also tell you that we, we had somebody on there that um, she asked us if we, if what, how she should dress for it. And we said, well, dress whatever way you want, because you're not going to be, we're not doing any video. And right. she, she, and then she says, okay, you told me that. So now I'm in my pajamas and I've got my slippers on and stuff like that. And I said, well, I don't need the visual on that as long as you feel comfortable. And I do. I really, yeah. really do believe that people, because everybody's nervous at first when they come on. They oh, are yeah. all nervous. But it's somehow, some way, maybe a little bit of us to make them feel comfortable. But it's also the fact that they're sitting in their home or sitting wherever they are. And they're in their own comfy clothes and they're in their own little area. Yep. And that makes them feel more comfortable and they're more amped to be more comfortable with the conversation. And it does. It, it, I think it just it definitely changes it. Oh, it does. And that's the one thing, if you're doing video, whether you're doing it virtually or in person, you know, you want everybody dressed nice. And sure. Sure. there's a big difference from talking on a microphone in front of people versus talking on a microphone, looking into a camera. Yes. Oh yes, in front of people, and it's—I don't know why. I mean, it's just weird. It's 
what happens. Of course, in my case, I break cameras, but <laughs> still, it's, <laughs> it, <laughs> people see that light go on. Sometimes they get scared sure. and they freeze up. Right. Because you know, they and, don't know the reaction of the people behind the the light. When you're yeah. when you're in a crowd, you can see people and how they react. And then, like if it's going bad, you can change the conversation to try to work it. Or if it's bad, you can just try to get out of there as quickly as possible. But when that light comes on and you see a camera and there's nobody behind there to react how you're how you're talking or speaking. Um, it's tough because you're guessing, you're hoping, you're hoping you're sounding good enough, or you're hoping that you look all right, or you're hoping that everything about the situation is different. It's a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely, without a doubt. Well, Steve, Lee, I want to thank you both so much. Look, man, I didn't realize we are over an hour. Wow. <laughs> I want to thank you both so much at any time. You want to come back on, you know the door's open. Likewise. Of course, we are Likewise. going to do the in-person one. Yes. I just It's just a matter of getting Brad Cox available. Okay. So, Well, you guys are – actually, for you guys, it's best in the evenings, right? Typically. Well, I, I think I'm more flexible, but for Steve, I – I think. Yeah, we can. We will definitely figure something out. You get Brad, you get him, and then we'll work around. We'll, we'll work it work out. Around that. We'll work around that, yes. You guys have anything to add before we cut it off? No, just keep doing what you're doing, Rich, and we wish you Oh, likewise. Best. And, uh, you know, thanks for being so generous. We, we thanked you on our podcast, but uh, this was a lot of fun. I enjoyed doing this, and it was nice being asked questions. And as you said before we started, we haven't really talked a lot about ourselves on the podcast right. we've avoided that topic we thought yeah, about it yeah. but every yeah. time we tried to do it we just didn't like it i have some of the early episodes where we did that and it just didn't come off right we just didn't like it so it it, it took a third party to do it so thank and you to make that. us realize that we really aren't that interesting yeah, and exactly you, that. Only thank you, very much. Uh, you guys are very interesting you confirmed you our worst interesting. fears about ourselves so thank you for that <laughs> No, no, you guys are, are very fans of yours. We are big fans well, of yours, Rich. And thank you, again thank you for helping us out. Yep. Oh, it's my pleasure. And like I said, anytime you guys need anything else, just let me know. You know, you you have every way to get in touch with me, except for my address. I don't think you. No, you don't want to do this. Man. <laughs> no, you don't want to do that. Lee's a stalker. Don't do that. <laughs> I was going to hit stop and end on that, but I better not. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> well, we needed a little. There, there was. It was a love fest. Uh, it was t- almost too positive, you know. So we needed a little <laughs> bit of a, a, li- a little edge there to end it. <laughs> oh God, guys! Thanks a lot again. The Main Street Podcast, Lee Mooney, Steve Zinner. You have to check it out because it. They have some great. Inter- Actually, all the interviews on there are very good. Uh, they have a lot of people on there that whose names you're going to recognize. Uh, Cal Ripken. Um, the guy that called me little Richie, uh, Jamie Costello, <laughs> not Cal Rip. We haven't had Cal Rip. We had, had no, Cal. no, we had, um, Greg Olson. Yeah. Greg oh, Olson. Okay. 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 Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. God, you know what? I am putting you guys on a higher level. I think you need to go to this level. Now I remember who had Cal on. It was Tyrus from Fox news Oh, okay. on his on his show. Okay. So I'm putting you at Tyrus's level. Well, thank oh, you. Wow. Thank you. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> and you know what? He's not doing his anymore. You guys are. So. All right. Well, Cal, <laughs> Cal, if you're listening, please reach out. Open invitation. Yes. You know, in all, in all honesty, I would love to get his 
other brother on there, Fred. Fred, oh, that's, I, I agree. Story he would be the one. Or Ellen. And his, or his, yes. I would love to talk to those two because everybody has her cow story yeah, and Billy's. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I would love to hear Fred's. from Fred and Ellen just to talk to, because I don't know if this is true or not, but I was always told that Ellen was the best ball player in the family. I've heard we that. always hear that. Yes. Hear that, yeah. yeah. You know, Cow or Billy's not going to confirm that, but Ellen will. <laughs> she would be more than happy to come on here and uh, one of ours and tell tell that story. I'm sure if we can get. Oh, on. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. All right, thank Thanks, you, Rich. Rich. Thank you. I want to thank Lee and Steve for coming on this episode, and make sure you listen to their podcast, the Main Street Podcast. I'll have the links in the share notes for it. But also, you can find them on the Chesapeake Podcast Network. And please go to that because you can also find Mouthful of Graffiti, Chefs Without Restaurants, so many great podcasts. And we are going to be doing podcast awards on there very soon. So please follow them. If you are a podcast or if you have a podcast, a true podcast, meaning audio, here in the Chesapeake Bay area, which covers West Virginia, Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, I mean, so many areas. Chesapeake Bay is very huge. Then contact me and let me know, and we can get your podcast listed on there. Bennett at HartfordCountyLiving.com. Very simple. Again, I want to thank Lee and Steve for coming on. And also, listen in the future, because the three of us, along with hopefully Brad Cox and maybe even a couple other people, we're going to do a special episode for those of you that want to get into podcasting about some of the tricks and tips, you know, and everything that you need to be aware of because everybody thinks it's easy and believe me, it's not, it takes a lot of work. So stay tuned for that. I want to remind you, if you want to come on the podcast, if you know somebody that wants to come on or if there's something that you want us to talk about, just email me at rbennett at harfordcountyliving.com or go to conversationswithrichbennett.com and fill out the Be A Guest form. And I'll get everything set up so we can either have you on, somebody else, or talk about the subject. While you're there, also subscribe to the podcast. You can also sign up for the newsletter, which is another way to subscribe. And once you sign up, you're already automatically entered into any contest and giveaways that I do. And I do do them often, so... Again, you can subscribe to the newsletter on conversationswithrichbennett.com or subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, Podchaser, and so forth. Until next time, my name is Rich Bennett. Stay safe, and thank you for joining the conversation. 